Welcome back into One on One, New York's longest running sports call-in show. I'm Andrew Galata alongside Jack Roach, and we are joined by a new Fordham baseball alum, unanimous 2021 All-American, A-10 Pitcher of the Year, and now the 50th overall selection by the San Francisco Giants in this year's MLB draft. Matt Mikulski, how are you doing, Matt? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. And you, you just start, you know, looking at all those accolades. That's just, you can go for forever to name them, but... I want to start by saying congratulations for being selected by the Giants in, in the draft. And I want to ask you about what that feeling was like when you finally got the call saying that you were going to be joining the Giants. Uh, you know, it was just kind of, uh, kind of just all the work, all the dedication, all the sacrifice uh, proven to myself that it, it, uh, it was worth it. You know, and I think um, like you said, all that stuff, uh, came along this year but at the same time I was just going into this year and I, the one thing I wanted so badly was just to be the A-10 pitcher of the year you know and um, I think just having that one goal and then everything else coming afterwards you know I think um, I knew if I took care of that everything else would come as well so yeah. Matt I was hoping you could take us back to last year's drafts not getting selected where you wanted to go and how you were able to make the adjustments that, that helped you reach the point that you're at now. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously last year's draft was disappointing. Uh, it was kind of a crazy draft, being a five-round draft, going from 40 to five. And, um, you know, after not going, kind of looked at myself in the mirror and um, I kind of knew right away that I was coming back to Fordham, told Coach Layton that I was coming right back, you know, and. Um, uh, for me, it didn't make sense jumping in the portal. You know, that's just not the type of person who I am. Like, I'm I'm a loyal guy. And um, they believed in me when I was this 5'8", 165-pound kid in high school. And, you know, I believed in them, you know. So I I definitely already had that in my mind. And uh, just looking at myself in the mirror, just thinking, what can I do to separate myself from the pack, especially being from a Fordham, you know, being a mid-major guy. I know I have to work above and beyond to um, get that recognition. But at the same time, for me, it wasn't like, oh, I need to prove everybody wrong. Like it was more so like I need to prove myself right, you know, and because I know what I see when I look in the mirror and uh, that's pretty much it, you know. And I think we made the necessary adjustments, um, me and my team uh, back at home. And yeah, it was uh, it was very easy for people to be like oh it was the short arm action that uh that's why he's throwing harder and stuff like that but for me it was like it wasn't just that it was all of that accumulating together you know I think like the short arm action helped me stay into my bottom half a little bit more and um I think staying in my bottom half a little bit more helped me get more velocity more command on most of my pitches and then obviously with the shorter arm action I saw immediately like all my stuff was sharper and harder. So I think like from that, um, not only did it give me more confidence, more confidence than I already had, but it was just like, all right, like I can prove to myself that I could throw four pitches for a strike, you know, so. 
Yeah, and you know, Jackie, he asked about the obviously the draft and not the COVID and all that stuff. And obviously, you had your season 2020 cut short. How do you feel like that affected you personally with being able to grow, maybe have a little more time in the offseason because the season was truncated? Did you feel like that helped? Did that hurt your rhythm, maybe, as it's obviously a very, you know, abnormal year? Like, was that something that really changed maybe how you went about things? Well, I mean, I think um, obviously when the year ended, uh, the COVID year ended, you know, I'd, I had some four like really good starts. And then um, I actually just kept going. Like, I, I came home and I would like sneak on the field, sneak onto my high school field and like th keep throwing like uh, and keep doing my routine every single day. And then especially when I got up to the draft, like I was just getting more and more prepared just in case I did get drafted and I was going to get shipped off somewhere. But then obviously it didn't happen. So I took about like a 10 day break. And then that's when it was kind of just like, all right, back to the drawing board and uh, kind of getting back to work. And um it, that one question kind of just kept coming back into my head. What can I do to separate myself from the rest of the pack? And like one of the things was to throw harder, more consistently. And like I was my junior year, I was probably 92, 94, touching 95. Um, this year I was more so like 94 to 97, touching 98, 99. So like I think um, going to the drawing board, I, I wanted to do what I needed to do and I ended up doing it. And I think that's why like you said, with all those accolades, I think that's a reason why all those accolades came because I told myself that I was going to do something and I went out there and did it. So. You mentioned that shorter arm action and I've heard you uh, toss out guys name uh, like Lucas Giolito, Robbie Ray, watching tape of those guys. And I was just curious if there were any other big leaguers that you've been able to draw inspiration from or, or learn something from them yeah I mean another one of those guys in that group was uh, Zach Plesek you know um, I think that was more so with the short arm action stuff but like for me when I'm trying to focus on picking guys off like I'm looking at Andy Pettit or if I'm looking at somebody who's got a lot of fire I'm looking at a CC Sabathia you know so like I try and look at lefties obviously and try and just get my game from each and every little bit. Like I try and make my curveball as much as like Barry Zito's curveball, you know? And um, I think like just taking little bits and pieces from everybody and trying to make myself into the best version I could possibly be. I think that's um, something that a lot of people sleep on. You know, you could obviously a lot of people have confidence in themselves. I have extreme confidence in myself, but there was guys who came before me and there's going to be guys who come after me who are going to be doing the same thing and, with guys before me, like you could always learn from doesn't matter what era of baseball they played in, you know, you could always learn. So I think that's, that was the biggest thing. And also like a Dallas Keuchel fielding wise, like, I think that was the one thing that I wanted to do a lot better this year as well was to field my position a lot better. And I think like the numbers showed with that as well. I don't think I made an error on the year. So. Yeah, so I, I want to go into your your dominant 2021 campaign. I actually called one of your games, and I remember seeing all the scouts with the guns and all of that, and they're obviously a lot of eyes on you. What was that like, just quickly moving up draft boards so quickly, your publicity growing? What was that for you, you know, obviously having a ton of success and seeing maybe, you know, your, your name rise and shoot up those draft boards? Yeah, I mean, um, for me, when I went up to the Cape, um uh, it's nothing new to me um so I saw like a lot of uh 
a lot of guns pointed at me and stuff like that. A lot of people uh, at games and stuff. So I think for me, like that just adds a fire in me. And especially this year when we go to away games or even like when I wasn't pitching or somebody else on our team's pitching and there's not, there's no one there, you know? So for me, it was like, all right, like this gets me up and going, you know? And at the same time, like, it's still that voice in the back of my head. Like I got to prove everybody right. Like I got to prove myself right and prove everybody else wrong, you know? So I think like um, having that experience and having um, people at those games, I, I can't, I couldn't think uh, Mr. Cole, like, anymore you know I mean he's a big reason why those scouts were able to come to the games and stuff like that and uh yeah you know um it's definitely it was definitely different just because it was just scouts there but at the same time like I think it was more so just all right like it's back to showcase ball like I'm I'm showcasing my talents and every single time I come out here like I gotta prove that these kids don't even deserve to be in the box against me so you're a lefty who can hit upper 90s with four pitches in the arsenal, which is something that very few guys can boast. What are you going to have to do to continue to evolve in the San Francisco system? I think for me is just fine-tuning the armor. You know, I think um, I throw a plus slider, I throw a plus changeup, and I think that curveball that I throw at the same time is a change of pace pitch and I could throw it anywhere, anytime, you know? And I think for me, the confidence is always there. The the mental confidence is always there. And I think my mental toughness is uncompared to anybody else, you know? And I think um, for that being said, like, I think, um, I think what I need to work on the most is just, going out there and keep working hard, you know, and keep fine-tuning the armor, keep throwing everything with command and be consistent. I think that was the one thing that I did really well this year in my 2021 campaign. You know, if you look at my freshman, sophomore, maybe even a little bit of my junior year highlights, like it was a little inconsistent, you know? So I think this year, my senior year, I was the most consistent I've ever been on a baseball field. And I think if I'm able to just keep that going, I think the sky's the limit, you know? And as you said, sky's the limit. And I completely agree with that. And obviously you have a bright future ahead, but I, I, I want to look, you know, a little rewind a bit at your time at Fordham as through all the accolades, you know, the awards, the team doing well in the 2019 A-10 title. Was there one thing that stuck out, one moment, one memory that really stuck out to you at your time at Fordham? Uh, I'll, I'll give you two. Uh... First one is my sophomore year, obviously thrown in that A-10 championship game. Uh, that season was just a, a very, very special season from being a pretty mediocre team at the halfway mark. And then with our last three weekends, we had to win seven of our last nine games, won seven of our last nine games, made the playoffs. Um, and then I would say that moment was starting in the A-10 championship game as a sophomore and striking out the side against Dayton, a team that you know, a week before put up eight runs on me. And that was probably my worst start of my career, you know, and I think I went out there with kind of just that chip on my shoulder, like I always have and kind of going out there, striking out the side, the first inning, and then just being like, all right, like game on, you know? And um, I think uh, obviously moving forward to that, throwing in the West Virginia game, uh, that was just a crazy memory. I'll never forget. Obviously I didn't start that game, but, 
still went in there and did my job. And that was another memory that I'll never forget. And then finally, I think the one last memory that I'll never forget is the, the last game of my Fordham career, you know, um, going out there, breaking the strikeout record, single season and career. And then at the same time, that last inning um, as a Fordham Ram, you know, going through my head, it's not like, it's not the championships that I've won or the stuff that I've done as an amateur and the tournaments that I won as a high schooler and stuff. But I think going through my head in that seventh inning against Bonaventures is all the guys that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, that's what kind of was making me emotional in that last inning. And then throwing that last pitch and striking that last kid out and just kind of being like, there it is. That's, that's the amateur career, you know? And um yeah, those are a couple memories for me. And um, obviously off the field, like those guys that we won the championship with in 2019, like I still text them to this day, every single one of them texting me congratulations. And like, those are my brothers until the day I die, you know, and I'm, I can't wait to get back to Fordham for us to celebrate and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's just a lot of great memories at Fordham. And uh, I, I wear it as a pro like a, a little, a badge of pride on my sleeve, you know, especially when I'm going to these like draft combines and even the draft itself, you know, being the mid-major guy that's here, you know, and, I, and that's something that I'll, I'll wear on my sleeve for the rest of my life, the rest of my career, you know. A unanimous 2020 All-American, A-10 Picture of the Year, and now a member of the San Francisco Giants organization. Thank you for joining us, Matt. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And definitely good luck on your career. Uh, we'll be right back on one-on-one, -on -one, New York's longest-running sports call-in show.